Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, DC, Sweet Dreams MMA, coming to you from the best day of the week, Motivation Monday. Now, I'm going to jump straight into it, you know, what this is. I'm getting you guys hyped, excited, and ready for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and the rest of the year. Now, people, people, UFC 233, freaking amazing, incredible, definitely one of UFCs I feel like people have to watch because... Of the actual main event, just the inspiration that that main event really had on me and it should have on a lot of people's lives. Now, I will talk about some of the controversy with Greg Hardy. Greg, I, I feel bad, bro. I really do. Like, I really feel bad that, you know, that happened to you. I mean, Greg was up and coming. I had a lot of faith in uh, Greg Hardy, you know kind of just getting over his past woes and jumping into this new sport and being successful and you know he was given that fight really early and he got that co-main event and the fact that like it ended just with that disqualification is is a little bit disheartening a little bit saddening but people you can recover from even things like this like you got to understand like you can change your life you can change your life around i know people are always may look at you a little bit different for some of the things that you do in your life but know that there is a road to recovery and greg man just i know this is gonna be hard for you but man you're gonna have to take it like you know anything one day at a time and you know you were definitely gonna have the opportunity again because if you keep on having the success that you have in the ring getting these knockouts and winning these fights you'll definitely have that opportunity again and just you know, I know spur of the moment, you're in limelight. Sometimes you make mistakes. And, you know, I feel like you didn't do that intentional. I definitely don't feel like that knee was intentional. But it definitely was illegal. And you just have to watch stuff like that next time. But let's jump into this Henry Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw now. Uh, I'm going to clarify some information that I had from last time. I didn't know that uh, UFC actually did a deal with ESPN. And uh, uh, called uh, put the, uh, the streaming site called ESPN Plus. So that's what they actually had the fight on their new streaming site. Tell everyone, telling everyone to go download that right now. If you are a real fan of the uh, the UFC and you want to see a lot of their content, the streaming site ESPN Plus, definitely download it. Check it out. Now, um, yeah, I had a little bit of problems uh, actually covering the uh, pay per view because of the streaming site. Like, I didn't really get around to getting it, and, you know, I was I got around to getting too busy. So, you know, I want to make up for it now. But, yo, Henry Cejudo, the messenger, I can see why you aptly named that. Because he definitely brought the message that the flyweight division, that's another thing I had to clarify. I think I said featherweight last time. The flyweight division is not a game. Now, I thought they were going to fight at Bantam at 135. So... I kind of came into this whole thing with misinformation. So that's probably why I was so rooting for TJ. But if I would have known they were at 125, mm, I would have been like, yeah, that's definitely more in favor of Henry. Because, um, you know, TJ got washed at 125. But um, Dotson. So it's not a good way for him. I feel like he has to cut too much weight. He looked really like, he really, really like thin and just really just out of it. For the fight, I mean, you know, he's jumping around doing this, you know, best Dominic Cruz imitation. But I definitely feel like he could have came into the match healthier. I, I feel like the weight cut might have been pretty bad for him. 
So not giving any excuses. Like Henry Sudo definitely won that match to me without a shadow of a doubt. Like, you know, he came in there, you know, said traded with TJ, used his striking, caught him, clipped him, stayed on him, made sure that like TJ couldn't land any like grappling, no single legs, no takedowns, and he finished him. I mean, just point blank period. I know TJ is salty about it, you know, but Come on, man. Like, you know, it's not like you lost your championship. You know, your attempt to be champ champ just didn't work out. It's just it's plain and simple. Now, Henry said he wants to do the rematch at 135. So, TJ, I feel like you have no excuses. You know, I feel like Henry... And Henry Sudo has really good sportsmanship after this match. I really feel like even if he lost, he would have had really good sportsmanship about this. Because I know he wanted to definitely send a message that the flyaway division, you know saying should have been there to stay but it's all gravy you know he definitely proved that I feel like he can go up 10 pounds and be a factor like a real factor like even maybe take Dillashaw's championship if he's not if, if, if he's coming in like he did on Saturday cause oh man it was amazing so I look at it like this people you gotta have that drive you gotta have that fire you gotta have that will to win all day and Dana White, see, this is what I like about Dana. It's like he could, he always is talking about like, oh, he doesn't like refs. You know, they stop fights too early and things of that nature. But come on, man, you gotta look out for your fighters. One and then two. I know they want to make these main events amazing and incredible, but you know, this is still MMA. Like, come on, man. If if, if people aren't coming in there to really win and and really have these matches going, because I feel like TJ came in there cocky. He definitely did. I don't know why. Like, maybe at 135, I would have. It would have made more sense. But you know, what I'm saying, uh, it was just too fast for him. You could you could tell the the real speed difference, and the fact that like Henry came in there pretty heavy. I think at a 143, so you knew he was he was taking it serious as far as like TJ dropping that weight and coming in there and him having the same speed and the same power. That's all it was. Like, TJ was just, like, really when it came to speed, which is outmatched. And Henry Cejudo definitely has power at 125 because he's a big 125-er, you know, point blank, period. So, I feel like the, the rematch is going to be, like, really good. And, and Henry said he'll do it at 135, so he's not afraid to fight TJ at his weight class. So, that's even more amazing. So, that lets you know, guys, be inspired. Like, Henry Cejudo, he beat one of the probably best pound for pound fighters in a match and then he goes and beats TJ Dillashaw like he's on a roll he's like really showing that maybe you know he's the new star when it comes to UFC now that Demetrius is gone like you can actually hold that star power so next up after this people we're gonna go into February on on Sunday fight night I think it's like definitely gonna be on Sunday Sunday fight night February 17th, this Francis Ngannou and Kane Velasquez fight to hopefully revitalize the heavyweight division. I thought the Ngannou and Blades fight would have did it. It did not. Or like the heavyweight division is definitely hurting after the Daniel Cormier um, fight with Derek Lewis. I just kind of watched him. So I want to see this definitely spark the heavyweight division back into the forefront because I feel like he definitely can like I feel like the heavyweight division definitely needs some help the light heavyweight division has some spark back so we're definitely going to see 
if Cain Velasquez can pull out this victory. Because if he does, like I said, Daniel stays around long enough. Cain Velasquez versus Daniel Cormier can happen in heavyweight. That would be an amazing heavyweight fight. Like, probably one of the most sought-after heavyweight fights other than Daniel Cormier and Steve too. So, we're definitely going to see how that turns out. We'll see what Daniel Cormier does. See about his Brock fight. See if, you know, Steve gets his rematch, what's really going on. But February is already going to come in with a bang to me. I don't really think there's any pay-per-views happening in February. I got to check again. I think, oh, my bad. I think Whitaker and the uh, the Whitaker fight is after yeah, Like, I think Whitaker and um, Guzman. So, we're going to see. We're going to see about that. I'm going to make sure that that's going through. But if that's going through, then I'm going to check on that Whitaker fight. Because I, I like I like Whitaker. I like how he fights. Yeah. He's a pretty good fighter. So, guys, once again, go into this week. I want you to kill it. I want you to destroy it. I want you to, you know, saying, feel every bit of excitement, you know, saying that this week may hold. I know it's cold. I know it's freezing out there. But that is just going to test your wills if you are really ready for this year. I'm ready to go out here and own it like you should. And I can tell you guys, straight up with me, man, I am loving this year. I'm loving every single bit of it. I'm loving uh, how the UFC is starting off so far. Mixed martial arts is at an all-time high. Combat sports is doing great. I mean, the Adrian Bonner fight might have been a little bit stale, but still, to see Adrian Bonner and Pacquiao even fighting, see a Pacquiao fight is still great. You know what I'm saying? The heavyweight division in boxing may be coming back this year because I think you know, saying uh, Joshua might be having some really good fights with some people. So we're definitely going to see about, you know, some boxing things. I might try to slip in, you know, some boxing when it comes to this channel. But mainly, guys, like I said, I want you to be amazing. I want you to be incredible. I want you to go out this week and be blessed with abundance. And as always, have sweet dreams.